Hello, Shimai. Hope you're having a great Sunday evening. You're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM and you've just tuned in to the Yellow Bridge Road for the next hour. I'm your host, Rue, and today we've got an album listening going on. As you may have guessed, if you're a keen Welsh speaker, we're going to be listening to some music from a Welsh phenomenon, uh, one of the forefronts of the cool Kimru scene that emerged as a sort of resistance to the cool Britannia slash Britpop scene of the 90s. Featuring bands like the Manic Street Preachers, Stereophonics, Super Furry Animals. The latter is the one who we are going to spend today listening to. We're going to be listening to Super Furry Animals' 2001 fifth studio album, Rings Around the World. Rings Around the World was the band's major label debut. It was a more ambitious project than others that the band had undertaken before. The album has been described as an eclectic record incorporating pop, prog, punk, jungle, electronic, art, techno, and even pantomime death metal. The album lyrically is a lot more reflective. It's about the earth, pollution of space, and also about the human race. The album was a, a more synthy, ambitious, and more expensive record reflecting release under Epic Records and what an Epic record it was indeed, departing from their fourth and raw garagey Welsh language album, Moon. The album started as an idea where the band were trying to make sort of utopian pop music that had pretensions of being progressive and exciting and was originally going to be called Text Messaging is Destroying the Pop Quiz as We Know It, which is a very New York Times headline. And they were planning on releasing it as a double album, about 90 minutes of length, sort of embracing the excess of it all. But eventually it was sort of scaled back, but also ended up as a produced DVD, which made it one of the first albums to be simultaneously released on CD and DVD. Major label money also afforded the band unique instrumentation. This album yielded one of their biggest singles to date, juxtaposed with you. The album was mostly written by singer Griffiths on guitar and piano, with contributions here and there from other members on the writing, with keyboardist CNCRN contributing to a touch-sensitive and miniature. It also features cameos from Paul McCartney and John Cale of the Velvet Underground on pianos. Paul McCartney plays quite an exquisite instrument on this particular album. So the Super Furry Animals had met him at the Enemy Awards and um, a drunk Sierran had persuaded him to let them remix some Beatles material, which was later released as the Liverpool Sound Collage album. And the band asked him to return the favour and appear on Rings Around the World, but they asked him to record his part over the phone. Guitarist Hugh Bunford says of McCartney's contribution, he took it with good nature. You see how far these can go sometimes. We figured we already had a bass and singer, so we really didn't need any more musicians. So we figured he could crunch vegetables. And that's exactly what he did. Celery crunching on the song Receptacle for the Respectable, which features a switch from a sort of frog sound into pantomime death metal. All that and more coming up on the first half of this album. So pressing play right here at CFRC. The first song, Alternate Route to Vulcan Street. Just poetry, really. Here we go, Super Furry Animals, their album Rings Around the World.
listening party here at CFRC 101.9 FM on the Yellow Bridge Road. We're listening to the Super Furry Animals 2001 album, Rings Around the World. Now, as you can hear, this album was more synthy, a departure from their previous sound. The band didn't capitalize on this direction very well. As post Super Furry Animals, Damon Albarn of Gorillaz got together with Grafreeze to collaborate on the Gorillaz' third album, Plastic Beach. Grafreeze, Della Soul, and Damon Albarn worked together on the song Superfast Jellyfish. And apparently, Damon Albarn said to Grafreeze that this was the direction that uh, Super Furry Animals could have gone in if they just embraced their inner electronic side. And to be quite honest, I would be up for an album like that. However, not everyone was as enthusiastic about the new Super Furry sound. Enemy gave it a three stars and called it the Super Furry's worst album. Harking back to the days of Enemy in print, Rip Enemy 1950-something to 2018, the title reads, The Welsh Band's fifth album. Have the ideas finally run dry? It reads, Rings Around the World wafts in on the kind of heavy-duty industry hype normally reserved for underwhelming Oasis albums. However, it pains this reviewer to greatly report that it's not, as has been signalled, Super Furry's best album. It's their worst. It's still eons better than most left-of-centre alternative British pop bands, but it's nonetheless a disappointment. After all those relatively frugal years on creation, SFA signed up with Moneybag's major Epic to make the album they always felt creation's budget outlawed. They wanted an epic sound for an epic era, an expensive, glossy production that would make them sound lush and widescreen. Mission accomplished, but along the way they extinguished a spark in the band's belly. Ironically, in attempting their most ambitious record, they delivered their blandest. Last year's Mung might have been recorded on cheap, but it was raw, powerful and mysterious. Qualities missing from rings. Mung sounded unique and timeless. This reaches for an effect so modern that at times it sounds could have been made in the 80s. One suspects that the smooth finish even disguises the band's repeating of old ideas and places such as on No Sympathy's pale rehash of mountain people, resorting almost to parody the last thing you'd ever expect from SFA. It would have been improved greatly by pruning a handful of songs, and at 53 minutes, it could have easily handled the trim, because there's a core of brilliant songs struggling for air on rings around the world. So, there are some great songs, but some deaf ones too. You'll be able to edit a top mini-album out of it. Hopefully SFA now realise that in order to make a Premier League album, they don't have to pay Premier League prices. Well, a few months later, Anime called this album number 11 of the best albums from 2001. And in 2009, Anime called it the 29th most important album of the decade. So there you have it. <laughs> Let's jump right back into the album. Uh, starting with Shoot Doris Day, pressing on pause, right here on CFRC.
quick note about the song juxtaposed with you. The song was conceived as a duet between Griff Reese and a soul singer. But after Brian Harvey and Bobby Brown both turned the band down, Griff Reese just ended up duetting with himself through a vocoder, if that explains the verses. And that's it, that's the album. Super Furry Animals Rings Around the World 2001 album. Brilliant album. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch, just reach out on email or on Twitter. The email's yellowbritroad at gmail.com. The handle yellowbritcfrc. Hope you enjoyed that. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week. Goodbye.